Hello all, hello all, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. Yep, that's me. Listen, I would like to take this time, as I always say, as I always do, to thank my listeners out there in podcast world. Please, you already know what I'm about to say. Continue to like and share. And why don't you even love this podcast along with all of the greatest and latest episodes? Now, you already know that this is the third season and we have taken off with a bang. We are gliding. We are sailing. We are uh, uh, swifting. uh, (laughs) Whatever you want to say through the air or I must say through the airways with this wonderful show. I hope that you are really enjoying it. I hope that you're really taking something from it. And I really hope and pray that this is very informative for you and that I'm not just throwing uh, talking points out there, but I'm really getting to the facts. And as we say, the nitty gritty. Now, if you have not had the opportunity yet to listen to the latest episode titled, What Did BLM Global Network Do With Your Money? The Global Network is the uh, actual um, full-fledged organization that the helm of it at that point was Patrice uh, Colors, which I still am uh, most likely positive sure she has her hands in the cookie jar. Some way, somehow, that was episode uh, nine, okay? Now, I want to talk about something today that's going to be very uh, important, and I will get to the nitty of this very shortly, but we saw several major SCOTUS victories in the last few weeks, okay? Now we can say a month. Uh, and some may not know, but SCOTUS stands for the United States Supreme Court or Supreme Court of the United States, however you want to say it. We'll use that word in case you don't want to have to go ahead and um, spell out or speak or say the whole entire thing. You could use abbreviations, uh, SCOTUS. Uh, the major number one victory that we saw, or I should say uh, a slight victory, but we will call it a victory in the pro-life and conservative movement of the overturned decision um, of, of course, um, Roe versus Wade, okay, which took place back in the 1900s, all right? Really quick, let me just mention as a side note that uh, as it pertains to Roe versus Wade being overturned by the United States Supreme Court, okay, which was a um, unanimous win, there was a 6-3 to three victory, and we love that. As you obviously know that the conservatives were 6 and the Democrats were three. Now, the overturned decision of uh, Roe versus Wade did not mean that abortions were abolished in the United States of America. Let's make that clear. Most may have uh, not known. Maybe you do know by now. Maybe you still don't know. Okay. And it's amazing what the crying liberals are saying that now we have no human rights in America. And our feminine agenda has been taken away. No, that does not mean that. What that actually meant was that the U.S. Supreme Court, okay, which they should have done all along, decided to release liability on themselves as it pertains to uh, the legal ramifications of making abortions legal or illegal, okay? And they pushed it back down to the lower courts, 
which are the lower courts within your state, okay, of res uh, residency. Uh, they pushed it back down to the legislators to make a new or an act or amend the law as it pertains to abortions, okay? And they also put it back in the hands of each state uh, governing body, which that makes up the uh, governor and lieutenant governor, okay? Mostly, of course, we know that the governor is the ultimate um, decision uh, maker as it dis uh, uh, pertains to signing bills into law. Uh, it has to have the governor's signature on it. I wanted to add the lieutenant governor because they play an important role as well. Now, to sum it all up, uh, this basically means this is a case-by-case -case scenario in your state. Okay, Some states have already um, enacted law, amended law. Some already said, come to my state. You can go ahead and have abortions. North Carolina being one of them, the uh, current dictator, uh, I call Roy Cooper, signed it into uh, a bill into law just the other day, allowing the continuation of females within the country to come to our state, the Bible Belt, okay, to have abortions. He believes the protection of female um, and women's rights are important, and abolishing that would do a detrimental harm to North Carolina, which is not so. Okay. I put a post out there recently on Facebook that said this. Uh, Mark Robertson, who is our lieutenant governor at this current time in North Carolina, will overturn that law in 2024. And somebody asked, well, what are you talking about? Obviously, we're going to have him as our governor. So I'm already predicting, prophesying, and speaking that into the existence. Okay? I'm moving along. Now, I debated if I should even incorporate this particular topic into today's show, into Real Talk uh, podcast. I already know how controversial this issue is. I also know the severity of bringing this topic to the forefront. I know that. Okay. I know the backlash. I know the uh, uh, attacks that may come and will come. But it did not take me long to make a decision, a command decision at that, to realize that this is absolutely important to talk about. It is biblical, and I have a standpoint on it. And also, it is also a criminal. Uh, issue, and I have to stand on that as well. Some may argue the fact, but after I lay this all out to you today, I hope that you're on the right side of things. I'm sure someone is asking, what in the world, what in the world does abortions have to do with your particular show, Antoine, because you stated you will defend and never defund the police, but what does this have to do with policing? I'm glad you brought that up, glad you're looking at your uh, friends. I am glad you're looking into your uh, cellular device and saying, what in the world? What kind of show are we going into today? Well, let me warn you that this show is very controversial, okay? But it is one that definitely, again, I have to talk about. And what better person to talk about it than a black police officer? What better person to talk about this than a black police officer. You know I don't like to bring in the race factors, but it has to be talked about because abortions uh, disproportionately kills the, uh, many like to call the African-American, I am black, and so that's what I like to be called, the black race. And we know that Margaret Singer, who is the head of the organization I'm going to mention to you, which is a wicked organization, was started by her. She is a, calls herself a eugenic person, uh, person who is a goddess in that field, okay, but she was nothing more than a uh, white female supremacist. We know that she uh, was a part of the Democrat Party. We also know that she was a part of the female um, 
incorporation of the Ku Klux Klan, and we do, um, and some call it Ku Klux Klan, or however you want to say it, but we know that it's Ku Klux Klan, okay? Either way, we know the fact that she made a huge statement, stated that, uh, stated that it was important that we continue to plan parenthood mission so that we could exterminate, okay, the black uh, human race because they are growing too far too fast. And if we are able to take them out through the eugenics program, okay, we can um, terminate them and we can make sure that they will never, ever rise to power. You better believe that uh, Margaret Singer wish to whoever she wishes to or pray to that uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's mother would have not had him. And her father and his father could have pushed the mother to abort. Because what we do know about Margaret Singer is that she did not want the black race to rise and become very prominent in this country, which we see that has happened because of the hands of our uh, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So that's what Margaret Singer said. It's not what I said. It's what she said is all over the internet, all over the books. You can read it, okay? She wanted to uh, exterminate the black population. We're growing too fast, too quickly. She stated that uh, we're growing uh, like weeds. And if you know anything about a little bit of landscape in a yard work or anything outdoors, you know that weeds prop up and sprout up in areas that you do not want them. And they grow and they come up very quickly. The only way to kill uh, weeds in a large amount in, in a quick time is to uh, get weed killer. Okay, so that's what the eugenics were, and the weed killer is abortion. And I'm going to hit it head on today, and I'm going to shut up because it's not even in my notes to talk about this particular portion, but I wanted to throw it out there, okay? Margaret Singer, the most evilest person probably walked on earth, can't even, um, I would say she's even more evil, and, and please understand what I'm about to say, than Adolf Hitler, Okay. Because at least Adolf Hitler didn't kill the unborn, okay? We we not going into the uh, communist, into the uh, genocide. I'm not here to talk about the Holocaust, but I do want to tell you that in my personal opinion, Margaret Singer is worse than any other world leader, any dictator. Fidel uh, uh, Castro, much more uh, worse than him, okay? Because of what her idea was. And what our idea is still doing today. But she said it. So go back and research it. We're going to talk about Planned Parenthood today. Absolutely, we are. And again, you may ask, how is this going to incorporate into the policing show that you stated in your opening trailer, Officer Thomas, that you will talk about the good and the bad of policing? I'm glad you mentioned it because this is nothing more than a proper topic to talk about. What is today's topic? Is abortion murder... You heard what I said? Is abortion murder? Huge topic on both sides. I know where I stand with it. It is a murder. But the other half of it is, is this. And should it be enacted into law as such? We're going to talk about it. We're going to move into it. The first order of business is to define what abortion is. What does it mean? Some may know, some may not know, some may have a version, some may have their own opinion, some may have done the research. But abortion, by nature, is the termination of a pregnancy by removal or expulsion of an embryo or fetus. A fetus is an unborn um, 
person. I know we use fetus uh, within the uh, animal world too, but we're focusing on the human fetus, okay? It is a um, egg uh, embryo, right? It is a uh, natural situation uh, where that God created, which is the first steps of uh, the uh, starting of life, okay? It is the first stage of uh, creating and birthing a life. It starts with an embryo or a fetus. And from that fetus, it begins over time, over weeks, over months uh, to grow into a human. That is what that is. Look it up yourself. Now, sometimes abortion is also uh, referred to as a termination of pregnancy. That is the uh, more political, or I should say politically correct word sounds less harsh because if you know what abortion means you know that it is a harsh word so and what the left likes to do is swap that around to say termination of pregnancy sounds very um it sounds less uh daunting it sounds less um aggressive okay but let's be clear we hear about miscarriages all the time now i want you to understand this that a miscarriage is not an abortion by any means. What is a miscarriage? A miscarriage is something that is beyond the control of the mother or doctor. In my opinion, that's what that is. Miscarriages are not planned, okay? And it happens um, due to unknown circumstances. Maybe the woman's body is rejecting, or it just could be that they're not able to birth a child. And, and it could be a, a numerous... Uh, 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 several or, or tons of things or lots of things. I'm not a doctor. Don't portray to be one. Not even going to go dive into that particular area of uh, because that's not my expertise. Now, once a miscarriage happens, we do know this. It cannot be overturned. We do know it, it is what it is, and, and many women go through this. I'm sure psychologically, it is a uh, very um, um, hurtful. It, it is very. Uh, 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 challenging. Um, I, I'm sure some go into the mode of depression, but we do know this, that after miscarriage, uh, you can try again and you can continue to try. And it has been proven that uh, at some point you could um, seek and, and, and actually go into childbirth. Just depends on your body and your makeup. But again, I'm not going directly into that. I just wanted to let you know the difference. Now, before I even move into discussing why abortion should be considered murder, let's dive right into the number one and the really huge uh, topic and argument um, that the pro-choice people argue as it pertains to um, abortions and, and why they are pro-choice and why they are pro-abortion. This is the number one topic. You may know where I'm going. You may not know, but I'm going to hit it head on. What happens if, this is what they say, what happens if a woman is a victim of sexual assault, i.e. rape? And they do not want to continue uh, with the pregnancy due to the trauma or relieving or, or reliving the uh, assault. I always hear this, okay? In person, I've heard it in, in debates that I've had with pro-choice people. And I've also uh, seen it in books or read it in books and seen it and heard it uh, on the TVs. This is the argument that they give, okay? Now, the pro-choice folks always say, why should the victim have to be forced into pregnancy that they do not even want? This is something they always say as well. 
Now, as I stated a second ago, I've been in many debates with pro-choice activists, okay, who have uh, sprung that one and only question on me. The one and only question. Obviously, they are looking for my response when they um, say that, okay, as you know. Here is what I always share as my rebuttal to them. This is what I always share as my rebuttal because you got to have a good rebuttal, okay? If you don't, you need to uh, research and, and, and have your talking points to be able to defend yourself if you're going to go into these avenues. Now, statistics show that one out of every six women have been victims of an attempted or actual completed rape, okay? 14.8% of the incidents were completed, okay? And 28 were not completed. Big difference. And I'm not condoning. Make no mistake about it. I'm not condoning rape, sexual assaults. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I am a police officer. I've seen it. I've investigated. I've been to those calls. I understand. But I do also understand that while I'm on the topic of that, many are uh, not telling the full truth as it pertains to rape. When things uh, don't turn out the way they want, i.e. they become pregnant, then they spout that the male um, has raped them. I hear it all the time, seen it, and it has been proven. Not all the time. Now, again, I'm not condoning it. Let's be clear. You got to be clear nowadays in 2022. Got to be clear. Now, really quick, um, I want to give you the general statutes as it pertains to rape and sexual assault here in North Carolina, where I'm based at, where I am a certified police officer at. A person uh, a rape is this, okay? A person who forces the victim to have non-consensual, which means you uh, did not request it, you didn't grant it, you didn't um, allow it, whether that's verbal, okay? You didn't give them consent at the end of the day. That's what that is. Non-consensual sex, okay? And either possesses a deadly weapon, inflicts, this is what can, can be uh, added to this as it pertains to the aggressor or, or the offender. If they use a deadly weapon or present one or state there is one involved, inflicts serious injury upon the victim, or is aided by one or more. Uh, that means other people. Uh, there's something that is true, and it's called gang rape. That can happen. Okay, multiple uh, offenders with one victim. All right. Uh, if they aid into this particular uh, incident. Furthermore, statutory rape, I just want to mention, is considered a first-degree rape charge and can occur when the victim is younger than 13 years old. That's what makes it a statutory rape based on the statute and the age comes into play. Um, their um, disabilities come into play as well. And the defendant is less than 12 years old and at least four years older than a victim as it pertains to the defendant, the offender, the aggressor. Uh, he or she has to be um, 12 years old, okay, or at least four years older than the victim, all right, to make that a statutory rape. Now, let's move into sexual assault, 14-27.21 here in North Carolina. It says a person... Uh, who commits a sexual offense by engaging in a sexual act with another person by force and against the will of the other person or with, or with another person who lacks capacity, either mentally or physically, okay, and the defendant knows or reasonably should have known that the person was incapacitated, it means uh, they have passed out, they blacked out, or they're just not able to um, give consent or, or, or they're not even able to perform or uh, meaning that they are handicapped that's one of them they have uh, mental disabilities and they're not able to speak deaf people could be considered in this categories that there is an array of, of of special categories case by case depending on how that plays out but non-consensual sexual contact is the most important word of this particular sexual assault you must take away non-consensual even from the um statues of rape 
Okay. Now I know most all 50 states will have something similar, if not the same wording as it pertains to rape, because rape is a universal deal. Sexual assaults are a universal deal, but you got to leave and take away this non-consensual. Now I said earlier that a lot of people, when they come up pregnant, they'll, they'll spout and they'll tell the police and they'll tell investigators they've been raped, uh, which then we perform a rape kit, which we have a certain amount of time to get that done. Uh, you see years later, people speak, they were raped. There's no complete evidence to prove that. Um, you just have to go by the gut feeling of the jury and 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 within your heart and hopefully some substantial evidence from the uh, police. But it's a huge topic, huge conversation. Now, there's a strong misconception that only males assault women in the sexual realm. Now, if you're the slight bit um, and you are a little bit intelligent, you understand that uh, males can also be the victims of rapes and sexual assaults, making the women the offender and the aggressor. But as you know, I, I got to be clear that uh, we're focusing on women today. Okay, so, but I do want to make that known that males are victims of rapes between uh, younger ages of the teens, even adults. Um, I know some may say that may be hard to even prove, but it does happen. Okay, now listen to this. 25.5 million women uh, compared to 7.9 million men uh, have the have had to experience sexual violence in their lifetime, which is very sad. This is straight from the CDC. Okay, these are 2015 records. I know they're outdated, but I had to bring them up to you. However, at this time, we're placing, again, a special focus, a special interest, uh, a special um, a moment topic on Victims of sexual assaults, obvious those being women. We're going to be talking about women. Why? Because we're talking about childbirth. Okay, we're talking about abortion. So we will be uh, going ahead and speaking on that today because it's very, very much important. Now we're almost running up, running up on a break. Okay, and this show will be power packed today, like I told you. But I want to discuss some. The victims are at risk of pregnancy and sexual transmitted diseases. Uh, we got to talk about those as well as it pertains to unconsensual or non-consensual um consensual um sexual intercourse okay there, there there is risk in this not only pregnancy but also stds right sexual transmitted diseases or sexually transmitted infections which could make up why a female would wouldn't want to carry on especially if they um are um exposed to aids we do know that the child most likely if not definitely um will come out with having uh, AIDS as well, okay? So some may say, well, I want to rid my baby from even having to go through that. That is a small, very small percentage. Again, not a doctor, don't want to dive and stay on that particular topic, but understand that it could be a uh, issue. And, and when that does occur, there are mechanisms, there are uh, medicine, there are a, a, a array of things that could be taking place to, to, to counteract that. So let's not hang our hat on that. Now, studies suggest that the chance of getting pregnant from a one-time um, intercourse or unprotected intercourse is between 3.1 to a 5%, okay, chance. Now, depending on a multitude of factors, you got you to factor those in. Those are a lot of different things that are taking place, including the time of the month when you have the intercourse, okay, um, whether you use contraceptives, which we're going to be talking about that momentarily. Okay. Contraceptives are nothing more than things that can prevent 
the uh, childbirth or, or to prevent you from getting pregnant. That's what contraceptives are. Um, whether they're used is also depending on the age of the female, okay? The average number of rapes and sexual assaults against females of childbearing age, okay, is approximately 20, excuse me, 250,000, okay? Now, thus, the number of children conceived from rape, rape each year, because we have to talk about it, this is where they hang their hat on as pro-choice folks in the United States, uh, can range from 7,000. 750 to 12,500. All right. This is a very general estimate. So keep in mind, that's very general. Uh, you see the numbers. Okay. As it pertains to that, uh, it is a huge number compared to um, the population in America. No, but is it a daunting number? Is it an important number to look at? Absolutely. Now, keep in mind that these statistics uh, present information from a number of different studies that I have researched, okay? So it's not the uh, be-all, tell-all, okay, and end-of-all, okay? Now, furthermore, information may not uh, be exactly accurate, so I got to throw it out because there could be some increases or decreases. Uh, we are obviously now in 2022, and the likelihood of pregnancies could be um, up, Okay. Now, keep in mind that these people are talking about ways you can prevent uh, childbirth. It's due the uh, usage of condoms, of course, birth control, um, and, and different things that are out there, which we will briefly discuss. I'm not going to go all the way into it because that's not what this show is centered around, but I do want to talk about it, okay, because it is very, very important. Now, I got this information from Rain, which is R-A-I-N-N. Uh, who presents the educational data uh, to keep people informed. That's where this information comes from. And, and we have to talk about it and we have to understand that we have to give credit where credit's due. So these are not from my own statistics or my own uh, knowledge, uh, as you probably could imagine, being that I'm not that smart. <laughs> but this information is very important and we have to talk about it. But I believe in laying the foundation. Anybody that knows me knows I like to lay the foundation which is what I do on every show. I like to lay the foundation, start from the bottom. It's sort of like I always use analogies of, uh, of, of uh, cooking because I was a former chef. So wasn't the uh, best baker, but I baked. But I, I, a savory dish, uh, I'm your man. But I do want to talk about baking for a moment. It's like baking a cake. You got to start out laying out all your ingredients, okay? You got to have your dry ingredients, which is your flour, your salt, your sugar, things of that nature, cocoa, whatever you're trying to accomplish. And you got to have your also your uh, liquids, which is your uh, oil, your milk, and things of that nature, your flavoring. And you put that together. Now, any cake baker and any baker, any pastry chef knows that you must start with the um, dry ingredients and get those things put together. Okay, once you have gotten your uh, dry ingredients put together, every uh, good baker also knows, and I know this is the number one mistake that people do. And you may say, why in the world are we trying to talk about baking a cake? Well, maybe because I want cake, okay? But every good baker also knows that when you put together your uh, wet ingredients, you don't want to um, omit the eggs, okay? You don't want to omit the eggs. I know many people have done this, and they tried to add the eggs to a uh, dry mixture, and you, and you put it on the hand blender. You know, back in the day, we had blend hinders, and we still do uh, hand blenders, I mean. Now we're moved up to the uh, KitchenAid um, um, no-touch and don't have to stand there and countertop mixers. But 
Have you ever taken a dry ingredients trying to build a cake or even brownies or something to that effect and you have your dry ingredients, you turn that blender on, do you add those eggs and you got a mess going everywhere? That's because you're supposed to add those eggs over into the liquid mixture and then from that liquid mixture and all that's mixed up, then you want to incorporate uh, 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 the liquid over into the eggs, okay? Or uh, vice versa, the, uh, the dry over to the liquid, whatever uh, suits your fancy, okay? But that is what we're doing here. I said all that. I, you know, it's funny. I said all that to 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 come back um, to this about the foundation. But but it, listen, that is the foundation. You have to lay the foundation first, and that is what I do on Real Talk. It's very important. Okay. Now we're getting ready to go on break, and I want to shift gears and focus and dive right into what I want to talk about. Don't even want to give you that version yet because you're going to be sitting there on the side of your chair, uh, inside of your vehicles, gripping the steering wheel saying, where is our, and where are we going next? Well, I want to tell you, but I can't tell you because if I told you, then you would know before we come back from break. And I don't want to do that quite yet. Look, I want to take a quick pause because we're getting ready to go on break. I told you, get ready. Go get your potato chips, popcorn, sodas, energy drinks, coffee, whatever you have. Because the next part of this show, we're about to get a little raunchy with it, okay? And we have to talk about it. But I think in America, we are, um, well, we have lost sight on what we really should be focused on. And that is what matters, okay? Uh, getting back to family first first of all god family and then um our work our work ethics we got to get back to those three basic basic principles and once you do that you'll see things falling in line okay you got to do it you need to do it and let's stop focusing on things in america that don't matter right now gas prices food inflation mortgages housing all that matters to us why are we so focused on uh the scotus decision as it pertains to shifting uh, the liability back down to the states and allowing them to decide if they want to move on with abortions. But today's show, you're listening to Real Talk, and I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas, and this is, is abortion murder and should it be enacted into law as such? If you want it, I want it. Now, let's be clear. Yes, we have got to talk about abortions. If you're pro-life, we're trying to push that agenda. But I'm talking about the uh, pro-choice people who are standing there protesting, going to the Supreme Court houses, which is illegal. That is what we call trespassing all day, every day, okay, whether it's first or in the second degree. First degree makes it when they tell you, you cannot be on my property, leave. And I know these uh, justices live in communities where it is uh, forbidding, and then second-degree trespass when you have already been told and you're still doing it. And you come back. You do it again. They should be locked up. Second-degree trespass. That's what it is all day, every day. But why are uh, the pro-choice folks crying and, and going to the Supreme Court, uh, stand outside protesting and all these things, when these are clear, obvious, and uh, very important and, and, and just downright uh, 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 easy um, talking points and easy um, decisions in your mind. Why kill a baby? 
Why are we having discussions over? That's basically what I'm boiling it down to. Why are we even discussing it? It's murder. It is against the rules. It's against the biblical rules. It should be against your rules if you're for it because no way should anybody be murdered. Okay, you may say, well, it's not a brutal murder. Oh, yeah, look up what abortion does, okay? The sucking out of a baby uh, of, of the uh, womb, absolutely. It, it is a, and put it placed into a vacuum and, and and then laid on a table and all this crazy stuff. And you see that that that, uh, that there's been um, fetuses, or I should say, born humans that when they come out of there at that uh, uh, um, uh, uh, stage, uh, whether it's at the 15-week mark, whatever it may be, who... If you look at the 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 uh, videos of how abortions take place, and you see this um, small, careless, small, defendless, small, uh, 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 beautiful person in the body of a baby, okay, a fetus that is uh, sprouted up to an infant, to see them destroyed and killed is something. That will change your mind, will change your life, will change your rhetoric. All that. It's straight up murder. So why are we just still dwelling on this? No, it is the fact of the matter uh, that it should be abolished and we should not have it nowhere uh, in America. You know, we talk about being the um, land of the free and the home of the braves, but yet we are killing the uh, innocent unborn, okay? Um, so how is that the land of the free? Well, it couldn't be the land of the free because they had no choice in making, uh, their decisions on being free. Okay. They had no choice. You killed them. Didn't give them a choice whether they wanted to be a doctor, lawyer, cop, a magistrate, a, 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 a fast food worker. None of that took place because you, mother, you, father, you killed the baby. And we got to talk about it. I'm going to move on. You let that resonate. Now, okay, there is a wicked and evil organization right here in America who portrays to be the caretakers for women, okay? This organization also claims to be a contraceptive provider for women. Do you know where I'm headed? Listen to their play on words when you look up their website. If you are not aware, this organization specializes in abortions. Now that's that that's 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 my word. That's my words. Let me back up. Okay. That's my words. I gotta back up. Because they don't want me to say this. They focus on the contraceptives. Okay, they not they they're 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 not big on abortions. Joe Biden, do you hear me? I'm speaking to the Joe Biden monotone. Hey, hey, they do not commit abortions, okay? Yes, they do, but they say they happen to provide other services relating to the female body. Hey, hey, I also said that as well. Not them. They don't want you to know that. I said it. Yeah. They don't want you to know they specialize in abortions and they just so happen to provide other services related to the female body. They don't want you to know that, but this is what they do want you to know. According to their website, they say you can take good care of yourself. If you don't take good care of your sexual and reproductive health, 
This means getting to know your body. This is straight from the Planned Parenthood. I, I couldn't hold it any longer. I could not wait. I had to tell you, it's Planned Parenthood I'm talking about. They say this. This means getting to know your body and getting getting regular checkups, okay, as well as addressing any other issues that might pop up. Planned Parenthood health centers are here for you. You notice they call them health centers. Nope, they are murder centers. They are murder clinics. That's what they are. Planned Parenthood. I'm going to be talking about them for a short, brief moment. And listen, we are um, at the end of this wonderful podcast, and I hope that you consider it to be wonderful as well. But I got to move right into the highlights of the topic, and that is abortion. Got to talk about it. Now, this is the first message listed on the Planned Parenthood website when you look at abortions. And uh, listen to what they state, okay? Um, Listen to what these murderers, I said, state, okay? Listen to what they say, because they're murderers. You can call it what you want to, they're murderers. There are two ways of ending pregnancy. That's what they say. You have two options. You have an in-clinic abortion, and you have the abortion pill. Now, they spout that both are safe and very common. If you're pregnant and thinking about abortion, you may have lots of questions. We're here to help. You, you see, you got to understand that every entity and every uh, facet, they're always going to tell you they're here to help. Of course, they're here to help murder your uh, unborn child. That's what they're here to help with. Got to call it like it is. Now, of course, a um, in-clinic abortion requires surgery. I hope that you would understand that. That requires actually laying on the table to suck it away of your baby. That's what it uh, 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 requires. On their website, they list an array of ways that they can help you see contraceptives as it relates to um, getting pregnant and preventing pregnancy. Now, this is a myth that the Planned Parenthood uh, tried and do try to hide. Um, they try to hide behind this. Uh, they try to hide behind the fact that they are contraceptive uh, clinics who want to help you. But at the end of the day, are they are nothing more than a legally ran murder lab. That's what it is. These are my words, not yours, okay? But that's what that is, okay? And again, I told you, this title is sitting around as abortion murder, and we know it is, okay? Uh, I hope that you would agree. And I do Wanted to believe that it should be uh, that it should be enacted into law as such. Okay, I do believe that. But these are murder clinics. Now, one would ask, how much does an abortion cost? Does my insurance cover it? Can I pay out of pocket? What is it? Okay. Now, according to the uh, Planned Parenthood, the cost ranges. Okay, provided that uh, their estimate costs, as of course, planning uh, purposes, but are subject. These are subject to changes based on individual needs. But I'm going to go through them. Uh, medications for the actual uh, birth control can run you from a base cost of five hundred all the way to nine hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, now that is for the pill. Now, if you look at the surgical cost of this thing, they start with five hundred, moves all the way up to um, eleven fifty. Within a thirteen point six weeks, I guess that's where the uh, mother has to be as it pertains to the um, growth and, and the um, weeks of the baby. Uh, now, when you look at the 14-week cycle and going on up, they move your cost up to $570 to $2,300. That's for uh, a woman who's 14 weeks pregnant. Now, again, if you look at the six, the 13.6 weeks uh, pregnancy where you are, you're looking at $500 to $1,150. Now, this may have changed, but these are what they're stating. So, that goes the numbers. Look it up. Not going to dive right all the way into Planned Parenthood and tell you how much the cost and help their cause out. I'm not going to do that, but I want to mention 
that that is very important to people. Some say, why should I pay that when I can get more than that or, or whatever it may be um, before it even gets to this stage? Now, that's enough about the world's largest murder clinics in the country, Planned Parenthood. Now, I do want to end this show today counteracting Planned Parenthood. I want to end the show counteracting Planned Parenthood. I want to take a moment to recognize some of uh, the pro-life organizations around the country and locally that are doing a great job in helping save and protect the lives of the unborn. Now, uh, I want you to take that Planned Parenthood. Okay, you're here to help. But there are tons of other organizations uh, on the right side of things, okay, that want to help you. Christian organizations, Catholic organizations, okay, however you get there, get there. But um, go ahead and, and make sure that you save that life of your baby. It was destined, it was ordained by God. Thou shall not commit a murder, okay? Thou shall not kill is one of the Ten Commandments. And uh, abortion is murder, no way around it. When you take someone's life unwantedly, okay, that is murder. Now, if I go up to you and ask you to kill me, you have not committed murder. Some may say that's more manslaughter. Some may even say that that was uh, your consent. Uh, but in, in America, we don't recognize that, of course. You just can't kill someone because then someone would say, well, that was suicide. Uh, technically, that would be a form of suicide as well. Suicide is knowingly taking your own life, okay? So if you asked me and you gave me and you purchased me the gun and you told me to uh, blow your brains out. I'm not talking about when you're in a situation where a person's trying to steal your money, car, whatever. You had an armed robbery situation. You say, well, you're going to have to kill me. I'm not saying you've committed uh, suicide. But what I'm telling you is that the unwanted um, killing of anyone is murder. And I would like to venture out, and I will venture out to say that an unborn who cannot talk would have loved to talk and speak up for themselves and say, mommy, daddy, don't kill me. That is murder. Murder. Murder, she wrote. Murder, she wrote. Murder, she wrote. This is the second uh, episode that I did where I'm singing. I just want to give you a little bit of my uh, vocal skills. It's not that great, but I'm I'm not uh, eluding the fact. I'm not making fun. I'm not uh, dumbing down. I'm not trying to uh, play on words. I'm not even trying to make light of what's going on. I, I, I just want to throw that out there, okay? But there are tons of pro-life organizations around the country that are helping out. We have one in the in the 50C3 realm, pro-life across America, okay? And these folks are responsible for those um, save your baby billboards. I, I'm sure if you travel throughout the United States, somewhere in one of the states, uh, you and maybe in your local uh, state, you've seen those billboards with the baby pro-life billboards. You've seen that. And they focus and their motto is to stop Planned Parenthood, okay? They want to stop that. But there's also an organization called Stop Planned Parenthood we have to look at, okay? They're actually doing good work, okay? I want you to research these different people. Now, one organization that I have helped out, um, continue to help out and are in the networkings with is Susan B. Anthony List. We know that Susan B. Anthony, um, Susan B. Anthony herself uh, started the women's suffrage. I won't go all in details on that. You can go research it. She focused on um, the rights of women. Now, we do know that when the 14th and 15th Amendment freed um, blacks have not been able to be slaves any longer and, and the right to vote, we do know that um, Susan B. wasn't particularly happy with that particular uh, amendment because uh, she figured that it did not 
state in there that women could vote. That was the only problem. So she fought to have women's uh, rights even elevated to the fact that she wanted the right to vote. And she actually went to go vote uh, at a precinct illegally. And you know how that turned out. She was arrested, but she fought, she fought, she fought. And um, the Susan B. Um, organization started a 50C4 organization where they can now, and in the world of politics, advocate their huge lobbyists for the pro-life movement. And I am glad to bring them to you. Susan B. Anthony List, okay? Um, they are pro-life America. That is their motto, okay? This is a very strong and proven organization. I've done, again, work with them in state and out of state. Again, I happen to be very connected to the executives that make up the board here in North Carolina. Okay, now I understand that the Susan B. Anthony list uh, played a major role in it and, and, and continues to play a major role in Roe versus Wade. Uh, they are helping push uh, that this uh, amendment, that this law is not only, as we saw, overturned, but it is uh, overturned, amended, and abolished in every state, in all 50 states. That is the goal of Susan B. Anthony List and all other pro-life organizations, okay? Uh, Looking to America's United for Life. Looking to them. Very strong organization as well. Now, I want to talk about one local um, organization that's doing powerful work, not just in the state of North Carolina where it was founded in Charlotte, but they're also doing great work around this uh, country. And that is the pro-life organization, powerful pro-life organization that was founded by a guy named Justin um, Reeder, uh, which is nothing more another uh, known and, and, and got to speak on it. It is love life. Love life. That's just, it sums it all up. You want to love life. If you love your life, then you'll love your uh, unborn child's life. Save the life of a baby, please. Definitely go back and research the uh, Love Life. They are uh, specializing in walking, um, walk prayers or prayer walks, uh, however you want to emphasize it. They are very strong in that uh, particular area. Uh, They are um, featured and they are um, present at your local abortion clinics every weekend, okay? And there's always something going on. Pastors can join. Look them up. Great, strong uh, organization. Now, last but not least, the National Right to Life. This is the nation's um, nation's oldest and largest pro-life organization. Look them up, uh, abbreviation NRL, and they have been saving the lives of the unborn since 1968. Okay, since 1968. Now there are well over a hundred and, and more pro-life organizations. Do your research, find one around the country who are waiting to help you. Okay, because remember, Planned Parenthood is helping you, but. These pro-life organizations are here to help you. Ladies, understand this. If you have been sexually assaulted and you decide that you do not want to continue your childbirth, just think about this one fact, okay? Think about this one fact. What if you continue with the abortion? Think about who you could have saved, who your child could have been, okay, if you discontinued, okay, uh, the mindset of having an abortion and continued the mindset of going forth with the baby. You may have just saved, or you may have just killed the next law enforcement officer, the next president, the next senator. You know, I can go on and on. There is help out there for you, okay? I hope this message reaches out to you. There is help out there. Don't let the Planned Parenthood organization, don't let your mom, dad, uh, sister, brother, friend, teacher, pastor, cousin, wherever, boyfriend, girlfriend, tell you that there's no help. There is help in saving your child, okay? There is something called adoptions. There is something 
that is called pro-life organizations that I mentioned, some of them that will help you monetarily, that will help you uh, uh, physically, that will help you mentally, spiritually. Get back on track to have this baby because you are committing murder and you are killing something that is great, that God have uh, predestined, that God has uh, set in motion. God created the um, birth and the creation of men and women. Humans are destroying that. Can I say that again? Humans are destroying that. Now, how about you reach out to these organizations and let's keep your baby. Let's save your baby. Do that for me. Adoption is the way. It's not the only way. It is a great way. There are tons of people who just keep in mind who cannot have kids that would love yours since you want to throw yours away and commit murder. Don't do it. I hope this is really resonate. This is a very, again, controversial topic, but it is, I, I will put it at the most important topic that I've ever done and will do in Real Talk History. Now, I had another title in mind that I wanted to use on today's show before I came up with is abortion murder and should it be enacted into law as such. I had one that I was going to title abortions kill future cops or I was going to say abortion kills future cops. Take it for what it's worth. Why do you say that? Glad you asked. Well, if you again abort the baby, uh, guess what? You are limiting the number of cops. If every uh, one out of 10 people um, would kill their babies and, and known for a fact that they were going to be cops uh, before they even were born, and uh, hypothetically I'm speaking, imagine how many cops that you have killed. You do the math. Now we, I'm speaking of the pro-life folks, the conservative folks, the Christian folks who believe that life is important and life starts at the conception and that life was created and predestined by God, okay? We will not stop until abortions are made illegal in every state, all 50 states. I will leave it there. I'm done. I'm done. I am done. I said a lot, but it's very important. I'm leaving it right there, okay? You take it for what it's worth. You do your research. You decide if abortion is murder. And I hope and pray that through this show and through your on back research, you will be able to put it all together and say it should be enacted into law as such. Listen, I've really enjoyed bringing this particular episode to you. As I always say, you need to and you should reach one, teach one. Now, please stay tuned for the next episode of Real Talk with Officer Antoine Thomas, which is who I am, who which is who I will be. God. Please continue to bless you. I pray that God continue to bless this great country, which is failing. But if we put him back at the forefront, all things considered, we will be a great nation again. Please continue to bless our many women who are serving in our armed forces. I'm not talking that you bless them. I'm talking and asking that God would bless them. And lastly, God, please Bless our men and women in blue who are serving all across this country tirelessly, effortlessly. The demands are high, okay? But we, as law enforcement, are doing the job. And I had to talk about it today. It was a must. 
And until the next episode, please stay tuned. And remember, abortion is murder, and you should, and at some point it will, be enacted into law as such. I enjoyed it. Until then, see you next time on Real Talk with Officer and Tuan Thomas. Now you know that's me. Thank <laughs> you.